Hi everyone, I hope you're all doing well. Welcome to the third episode of the Positive Peers podcast, where today we're joined by four lovely KCL students to have a conversation about self-love and resilience. So without further ado, let's start by introducing ourselves. So I'm Hinao and I'm going to be hosting this podcast. I'm a third year pharmacology student. Hi everyone, I'm Navara and I'm a third year psychology student. Hi guys, I'm Julia and I'm the third year biomedical sciences student. Hi everyone, I'm Swara and I'm also a third year biomedical science student. Hi everyone, I'm Jenny. So that's with the introductions. Let's start with a quick and easy game where I'll say a word and you can say the word that pops in your brain first. So for example, if I say self-love, then the word can be like happiness. Does everyone understand? Yep. 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 Okay. So resilience. Recoil. Strength. Um, Well-being. Happiness. Important. Yeah. Health. Love. Self-love. Confidence. Happiness. Strength. Yeah. Happiness. Sadness. <laughs> okay. So now just to start off with like a light, easy question. Everyone has different meanings of uh, words. So there can be a variety of meanings of the same words. What does self-love mean to you? And how do you think it impacts your day-to-day life? Well, I think self-love is very important. It, for me, it means, you know, you accept yourself, not only physically, but also mentally the struggles you've had in your life, some traumas, and you are able to go through them, accept yourself. You know, it's very important to day-to-day life because, you know, you sometimes you feel a bit bad and you don't want to do anything. But then you're like, it's okay. I accept this. I accept myself and I deserve this time to myself. And I think self-love is all about accepting the things you can do, but also the things you cannot do. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think for me, it's also finding that inner peace with myself. Like Julia said, accepting who you are and being confident of who you are and how you are. It's pretty self-explanatory that just loving yourself, basically. Yeah, I agree. Similar to what you guys have said. But also for me, self-love is kind of looking after myself. So many things happen in life and like we force ourselves to do crazy amounts of things, you know, just in our day-to-day life, whether it's uni, work. And I think self-love for me is just looking after myself, thanking myself and my body for kind of pulling me through all of that. So, you know, if it's like taking a walk, going to the gym, or, you know, even just reading a book, it's time for me where I can just thank my body for what it's done for me today. I think sometimes people just overlook the fact that you need to take care of yourself by doing small things, even if it's just Mm -hmm. going like a walk or something or I don't know, like going to a park or just like sitting down by yourself. Sometimes hard to remember and remind yourself to give yourself that time. Put yourself first. Yeah, that should be a priority. So just like on a personal basis, like has there been anyone or any period in your life that's had an influence on who you are and like your mindset in actually overcoming any problems that you might have faced? For me, I'd say... Obviously, my parents have been there for me since the beginning and supporting me throughout whatever I do, especially my mom. She has been, I'm always like inspired by her, the way she thinks, the way her mindset works. So I feel like it's such a big inspiration for me personally. I think also, I mean, I'm living alone since I was, I think, 16 and now. And I lived for a period of time with somebody I didn't know as a roommate. I was 15, 16. He was like 60. It was a very big age difference. And it was very weird. I was really hating myself because 
and I was I had a really bad mindset. And during that time when I was living by myself and I didn't have any parents with me who could provide me support, as just as Suara said, there was a really big change in my perception of myself. And I really have grown to, you know, accept the fact that I'm feeling bad sometimes, that I'm alone. And I was able to change it into feeling okay with myself. And yeah, I think that's also an example of kind of a strength you go through, like a very bad thing you go through, but then you kind of find strength in yourself and love for yourself. I like how you all like drew that influence from your family. Um, For me, it was a bit different. I guess it was when I moved out and I started living alone that I kind of really found myself because coming from a very South Asian cultural society, you don't really find that individuality. I mean, it's that, but like when I moved out on my own, it was like, okay, this is my, these are my strengths and I can like play towards these and, you know, use these. And like, I finally kind of found myself. And like, you know, moving out, facing challenges on my own, even if it's like things like going to the bank, making sure I've paid everything on my own. And so, you know, those sort of things have really kind of shaped me to be who I am and like my mindset, moving out and like actually experiencing things on my own. Obviously, my family was supporting me and they were always like a call away. I had financial support, but kind of experiencing everything alone, that really had an influence on me. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Just a sub question, did your like past mindset affect your day-to-day life or did it produce any like obstacles that you had to face every day? Kind of, yeah, because you're kind of used to a certain mindset and a certain way about how I went about my day and suddenly everything was different and like, you know, kind of challenged me and I was like forced to look at both sides, kind of like extract the benefits of both and then, you know, see, okay, this is what I want and this is who I am and these are my strengths. So yeah, it did provide kind of a challenge, but at the end of the day, it did really help me to, you know, understand both sides and make the best out of it. I think also it's every day in your life, you have these moments where you are your biggest opponent. You know, it's like, oh, I want to wear this. But then these thoughts of, oh, you look fat in this, oh, oh, you look this. And it it happens to almost everybody. And I think it's very important for yourself to stop these thoughts because very often you are your biggest opponent and you hate yourself the most. It's never somebody else that gives you these thoughts. It's always yourself for most of people. So I think it's important that we recognize these thoughts and abolish them, I guess. We should stop being so negative to ourselves. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Do you think... In terms of like what you said, Julia, that you like self-doubt yourself and you're your biggest enemy. Do you think somewhere social media has a play? Influences like around you or not even around you, but mainly social media? I definitely think so. It's, you know, I am not the definition of, you know, a supermodel. I am, you know, I have my own things I don't like about myself. And I very often compare myself to other people, especially on social media. You know, I see these beautiful women or people of, you know, great wealth. They advertise themselves. And of course, you compare yourself to them. You know, oh, I don't have this amount of money. I don't look like this. I don't have this kind of nose. And I think the thoughts that I have about myself only get propagated by social media and its algorithm. You know, I look at healthy, skinny people and then the algorithm thinks, okay, you're interested in it. And then it gets worse and worse and worse with time. I think it's important to don't look at social media all the time. For me, at least, I've completely stopped using stuff like Instagram because I go on there just to kind of like diminish myself to kind of be like, okay, you don't look like this. 
is something that a lot of people go through. But I think it's also important to remember that there's no point in comparing yourself to others because there's only one of you. There's no one else like you. So I feel like it's pointless comparing yourself to others and make yourself feel bad. And it all comes back to the topic of self-love where you accept yourself and love yourself. You don't look at other people and see, oh, I wish I was like that. It's just not going to benefit anyone. Definitely, I agree. Yeah, I agree as well. But it's very subtle the way social media really works. I mean, you don't actively compare yourself most of the time because you are like, you know, accepting yourself. But then it's at the back of your mind, right? It's very subconscious and you're just thinking about it. But a lot of these influences, because they're more relatable, they're not as, you know, okay, I'm not comparing myself to like Bella Hadid or anything, but more of an influencer level where people who, you know, make vlogs and stuff. So you're very subconsciously comparing comparing yourself to them because they come from a similar section of society as you so maybe that it does like affect you also you know even if it's like a vlog where somebody does work and you're like i'm watching a vlog instead of working it's even stuff like that that affects you and i think it's important to always remember that at this point in time you're your best self and you're you know like regardless of what you're doing you have to give yourself time and love because you're worthy of having a break of enjoying yourself or enjoying you know food or it comes back to knowing what you need what your body needs exactly for that inner peace yeah i I completely agree with i think that social media provides like a fake reality that people actually assume is always real so seeing a model 24 7 dressed up and glam is not the actual reality which people don't really see because they just scroll through instagram and see oh this person always looks like this or this person's always working and going out and like partying and i think it's just there's different levels of like comparisons where you don't actually realize that you're comparing yourself with other people so yeah just accepting who you are and actually not comparing yourself to other people will make you progress further in life. So definitely. yeah. But- yeah, I definitely agree with you guys. Social media does push forward a lot of unrealistic ideals. There's a lot of people out there that just are haters and they just they just live to make your day worse. So I think although we can like stay clear of that as much as possible, it's it's always um, important to understand that there are people like that out there and there's not much that we can do about it apart from like strengthening ourselves and our own morals and ideals and what like outlining what we want for ourselves rather than focusing on what other people think of us yeah so do you guys think that generally like comparing yourself will hinder your your progression in life or do you think that's something that can actually help motivate you in life i feel like it could be a bit of both could hinder it but if you allow yourself to get past it if you allow you if you don't allow yourself to make it a barrier between anything between you and achieving what you want I feel like it shouldn't be a problem it should be you can take it as a positive thing like for example like Julia said with you see people working all the time or in vlogs you see people studying or something maybe you can take that as a positive thing a motivation to actually study yourself or work for yourself or just do something that will make you feel productive at the end of the day so it is more about how you look at it and how you take it if you take it in a positive way i feel like nothing can stop you yeah it's definitely about you know knowing yourself what is good for you if you think that something on instagram or on facebook can motivate you then you you should you can continue that but if it's you know if you very well know that you're just going on instagram to to make yourself feel bad 
I think you have to be aware of, you know, finding this kind of golden middle, you know, finding the perfect thing for yourself because everybody's different. And while one, one person might be motivated, it might mo- demotivate someone else. You have to know what's the best for yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that completely. I mean, it works differently for everyone and um, you need to find and know yourself and see what helps you and what doesn't. And if social media is more doing more good than bad, then sure, go on it and find that inspiration to work and like achieve your goals if you're like following fitness or, you know, study or whatever. But if it's actually harmful and if you're just comparing then maybe you should like take a step back and probably like deactivate and maybe go back to it if you want. But for sure, it depends on a person individually. Yeah. And coming on to like knowing yourself, I feel like nobody knows yourself better than you do. And you know, deep down in your heart that what's best for you. So you trust yourself enough to make good enough decisions for you. Yeah. Yeah. Going back onto like self-love, when you are trying to accept yourself, you do face challenges because it's not always the easiest pathway to go for. So what kind of challenges do you think will come your way? And how do you think resilience will affect those challenges? So the biggest barrier, I think, and I think we've kind of touched on this topic, is self-doubt. I feel like that's the biggest barrier there ever is for you to achieve your goals or your dreams. But you can overcome this. You can overcome self-doubt with being confident and being confident in the decisions you make because well you know what you want and you know yourself better than anyone so you can overcome these barriers that will be there with you most of the time i don't know if it's for you guys like that but i have these two voices that there's this one yes you can do it you're very positive and then there's one very negative and so sometimes i let this negative little it's not even doubt but it's also kind of hatred and all of this negativity, aggression, everything is kind of bottled up in this little voice. For me, sometimes a balance, but on a good day, you know, the the, ba- the balance t- tips to the positive voice and on a bad day, the negative voice. And I think it's important to acknowledge this kind of negativity, but also think I can overcome this. Yes, today I'm having a bad day. Today I'm doubting myself. I'm feeling negative, but it's okay. It's all about, you know, accepting that there are worse days and you you cannot fight yourself because, you know, fighting with yourself over being negative will only result in more negativity rather than, you know, accepting yourself and being like, okay, it's fine. I'll do whatever my body needs today and I'll continue with something different tomorrow. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Yeah, that is, especially the part where you said that, you know, you have to recognize, okay, this is all I can do today. And today is a bad day, I guess. We're in that sort of mindset with uni and like how fast paced the world is to like succeed every day, make every day your best day. So we kind of forget that we get tired too. And like, if one day you don't accomplish your goals, and if you're not as productive, you just fall into like a spiral of well, at least I do where I'm just like, okay, I wasn't productive, I can't do this. And then that lecture or that work just gets like dragged on. Mm -hmm. So I guess kind of recognizing that, okay, you do have limitations. And like Julia said, not every day can be your best day. Kind of putting through and realizing that, okay, this is my long-term goal. And it's like, I didn't do what I was meant to do today. I can obviously complete it at the end of the week. 
or kind of like having that sort of resilience of recognizing that okay I'll take every day as it is and I'll like do something the next day so I think that's important as well and like you know you have to be resilient and like see the bigger picture because it's very easy to like kind of get um, wrapped up in the details and saying oh I didn't do this I didn't do this I can't succeed I can't get my dream job you know stuff like that definitely that's very true yeah I also think that sometimes you need to acknowledge that you're having a bad day so sometimes maybe just telling yourself like okay I'm having one bad day that doesn't mean I'm going to ruin the progress that I made over the last seven days I I pretty much agree with what everyone said that resilience is a it's a long-term thing and it's always going to be with us that self-doubt and resilience is something that you build up you improve over time like not anyone's just going to be good at self-affirmation like off the bat um it takes a lot of time and work to kind of build that up and get to a point where you feel comfortable so i think the key there is to not lose hope and to continually have that resilience to work on yourself and to get better with time and to accept yourself and love yourself for who you are so self-love really yeah that's true yeah yeah so to end it on a nice question, what do you think is between you and your dream life or your main goal? It doesn't have to be just about like self-love, but in terms of just like what you want to achieve in your life. And do you think there's a barrier that's stopping you from where you need to be or want to be? And what are you doing to prevent it? It might be a daily thing, it might be, I don't know, a yearly thing, but something that you're doing every day, slowly but surely, to basically get to your dream life or your main goal. So with me, every day, the biggest barrier I face is procrastination from doing my work. (laughs) And, you know, everyone has those days where you feel demotivated and you just don't feel like doing any work. But obviously, like being in final year and being the students, especially now in lockdown, I feel like everyone's just not feeling their best and not doing their best. But it's completely natural. And personally, being surrounded by my family, my friends who constantly motivate me to do my best to don't give up and do it take it a step a day and you'll be there eventually you'll be where you want to be eventually it's just, that's just a massive motivation itself having people around you that motivate you and are there to support you is is such a big advantage yeah i think also what does it for me and my biggest barrier is also procrastination self-doubt and all of the things we've discussed but what i do very often i think i do it every morning and every night actually it's like i i affirm i i kind of lay down and i won't say meditate but i take the time in the day to kind of lie down and think about what i want in life to kind of be like okay I'm having a hard time or I'm really lazy, but I'm doing this to end up where I want. So every morning I think about, you know, I kind of imagine the the things I want, you know, that I'm a scientist, that I have a family, that I have a nice house, I don't know, a cat. And this, and I think about this is the thing I am, I'm striving for. And then all of the negative things I, I am, I'm thinking about kind of disappear. They go b- b- at the back of my head because I'm focusing on the positives of what I'm striving for. And then I think also about, you know, the positives in my life, like Suara said, like my family, who's also there for me, my friends. And while in lockdown, we don't really have so much physical contact with each other. You know, no, we cannot see each other. But, you know, when I talk to my friends over the phone or I do stuff that I enjoy, you know, I draw And that kind of, you know, makes me feel good about myself and kind of breaks down this barrier that I think I have. Because in reality, I don't think anybody has a barrier. It's just a self-imposed barrier. We can achieve everything we want and we will achieve everything we want if we believe in ourselves. 
that was really motivating. <laughs> Thank you, Juliet. I really have. For me, I do tend to procrastinate a lot, but um, one of my biggest barriers, I love controlling things and like, you know, making sure everything's perfect, done according to the way I want it to. So, you know, when things like oh, a coronavirus pandemic happen, they really ruin all your plans. So I'm not saying that the pandemic has been a barrier, but, you know, it's forced me to, like, you know, reevaluate a lot of, like, my dream goal plans because losing internships, not being able to apply the dream job I want and stuff. So I guess not a barrier, but it's kind of made me think of the more realistic route, made me kind of not as rigid on what I wanted to be and, like, more open to other options. So I think it's still the dream life and the main goal, just another route to get there that's kind of been my barrier like coming up with that new route coming up with like the world changing as such so I know that's very me kind of blaming an external event but really trying to find myself within that sort of space and like you know listing down what I want to do and like how I'm going to get there now that you know the world has changed and like I can't go out and work anymore and then yeah like Julia said being motivated and like thinking okay it's a pandemic but i can still do this i can still apply for the online job motivate myself to get there yeah, yeah. that's completely true i think also that uh, julia said that she uh, has affirmations and she says them every morning and night yeah. i think that's something that a lot of people have started doing yeah, yeah. People, i've seen a lot of people do journals yeah maybe it's the pandemic that made us think about oh, ourselves yeah. more yeah it's it's yeah. something positive that you can take from the pandemic that people i've seen so many people understand who they are understand what they need uh, and actually yeah. doing stuff that they in normal life they just didn't have time to do but in the pandemic in lockdown they're starting to find time for it and just feeling so much better about yeah. themselves finding that inner peace and it's it's a positive thing that you can take out from yeah, I, yeah. It's, I think because you're stuck with yourself in a certain way and you, you normally a lot of people go out and have parties or whatever, or spend time with friends, but this time you're not able to. So you're, you're kind of stuck with yourself and for some it's difficult, but for many they kind of ex- start accepting themselves. And I think that's what the pandemic has really shown us that, you know, it's not so bad to spend time by yourself, kind of begin to enjoy it more and more and you love yourself a bit more. Yeah. Yeah, I also think maybe people also need to appreciate what they have on a day-to-day basis. I feel like we Definitely, sometimes yeah. overlook little things in our life yeah. that other people might not have, but you, you're privileged enough to have it. Like even having the right to like education is something that some kids don't have yeah. in other countries. Or a roof over your head. Family. A roof over your head. Family, food, yeah. everything. I think um, a lot of the um, the things that you guys have mentioned is, is rings true for me and a lot of other people out there. One of the things that is different for me is that I have no idea what I'm going to do in the future. Like I've, I've got no plan. I'm absolutely just winging it. So to kind of, especially with the whole pandemic, it has given me time to think about what I really want to do and what I want to strive for. But there's still not really not really an outline. I think for me, uh, accepting the fact that I just need to wing it and kind of go with it until I can find something that I will want to do. For a lot of people out there, they're not sure what they want to do with the rest of their lives or they think that they need a plan. Like it's not something that that clear cut. Having this time to kind of reflect on that is very important and giving yourself time to figure out what you want. Yeah, it's 
Yeah, and it's nothing bad yeah. to just not know what you what you want to do in of life. Course. It's you have to accept also that that you know whatever you're doing now will definitely aid you in the future. It will lead, yeah, it will lead yeah. you somewhere. exactly. So don't don't ever feel negative about not being sure what you want to do now. Mm-hmm. I think you know it's also important to live in the moment, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. not having a plan can actually lead you to a better oh, plan yeah. in the future. So not always planning, even though it's good to be organized, not trying to decide your future, like your future might pan itself out. Exactly. Maybe you need to give yourself a bit of a break in terms of getting pressured by society that once one chapter of your life finishes, you need to get onto the other one. That's not true. No. And yeah, you can do stuff that you want. Maybe you can go travel the world um, if you're not sure about what you want to do. There's always things you can do. You cannot, you know, punish yourself and be mad at yourself for not knowing what you want to do know yeah. that everything will be fine there's always light at the end of a tunnel exactly so. yeah. yeah okay um that was my last question so thank you very much everyone it was really nice having this conversation and listening to all your experiences regarding self-love and resilience and thank you for joining me and i hope everyone's enjoyed themselves as much as i have thank you very much for having us thank you thank, thank, you, thank you for having us make sure you stay tuned for our next podcast thank you thank you, thank you.